Live from Linguini's base of operations, today we will be diving into mobile gaming and photography. What restrictions should be implemented into mobile game ads? What inspired me to make some cool bold photography shots? And a quote about work. So you're not going to want to miss out. See you on the flip side. You are now listening to Linguini's Dough. Right now we're going to talk about mobile game ads and how I think they personally should have some restrictions on them. If you can't tell already by this sound, I'm outside, not in my bedroom or the Linguini's void, I guess. So, yeah, I think it would be a pretty nice place to podcast, even though it's out in the open. But you can just hear the background noise, and to me it sounds pretty pretty beautiful. So anyways, back to mobile game ads, and now I think they should have restrictions. Because I know we can't just remove them altogether, because companies or the game developers need to make money somehow, aside from just DLC. I mean, they're putting their games out for free, so... Just makes sense. Um, one thing that is said a lot is to put your phone on airplane mode, which does get rid of the ads usually. There are instances where the ads are offline, so even then it doesn't work. But I have a few problems with that is uh, you miss a lot of notifications with airplane mode because it turns off all wireless connections. It's just kind of an inconvenience for you. I don't know if I don't know if you don't get text texts or not. I know I don't, so it'd be an inconvenience, or I'd miss any important emails. All that stuff that I might need to know sooner than later, just to put my phone in airplane mode. Another problem is the cost to remove the ads is actually quite pricey a lot of the time. Um, I noticed that a lot of the time now, it's a weekly payment, and usually you forget about that game after a month of playing it. So, if it was a one-time payment, it's perfect, which there are a lot of games, so it's a one-time payment and you get rid of all the ads. So that's a better thing. But a lot of the times it's weekly, monthly, and yearly, and nobody wants to do that for that mobile game. At least very unlikely. So another thing I've noticed, because I used to have a more budget phone, uh, the games would lag if you were using the internet because of the ads it was trying to load all the time. I can remember playing this game called Bacon. It was a cool game, but I had my phone on airplane mode every time I played it because it was too laggy if I didn't. So I feel like they could optimize better for at least if you have ads. And my phone run it my phone ran it smoothly while I when I didn't have mobile game ads. So I know it did work. Here's a super sketchy thing or two sketchy things with mobile game ads is they uh they'll be like, "Okay, so here, double reward if you want to watch an ad." Like I said, I'm outside. Anyway, so you don't double your reward because you're like, I want to play the game. I don't want to watch an ad. And in the end, you end up with a, uh, oh, what do you call it? You end up watching another 30-second ad, and then while you're watching the ad, you're trying to click out of it. But instead, it has a fake little X that just actually brings you to the Play Store where you have could click and install it. That is a super, like, cheap, dumb thing. I wish that could be fixed. I wish... 
I don't know, so much I wish about it, but another thing is the actual ads that are being displayed. It's nothing like you see on YouTube where it's like, don't vape, or uh, Grammarly, all those type of things, those like ads that are made higher quality. I don't really like those two ads I just mentioned, but they at least have some quality to them. Uh, yeah, the ads are usually just like some fake reaction with some random gameplay and it really ruins even having any ads to enjoy there's no like oh this ad was funny it's like oh let me compare a pro to a new and stuff like that it just bothers me i'd rather just play a game and if i get ads at least make them decent you're, you're wasting my time by showing an ad that does i don't know i don't know how it ever got produced or out there but a lot of the times they're trash <laughs> just gonna say it but well, they must work because they keep using them, so who knows? Some good games I know of that don't force ads are uh, Bart Bonte games, Tencent games, etc., I guess. I don't know. I don't play a whole lot of games on my phone now that I have a Switch, so not a whole lot going on there for me. Uh, okay, I'm going to set my... Script down for a second and just rant more on it because that did not take very long for that first segment. Uh, my overall experience with mobile games has changed. Like when I first got a phone, I was like, wow, this is so fun. I play games wherever I am, all this good stuff. And then over time, it wasn't that the games got any worse. I mean, they did, but they didn't. They're just simple games that I just want to simply play. I don't have to really think about it. Just play the games, but instead I'm ended up with I've ended up with a problem with the ads every three seconds, and all I want to do is play a game. And this is why I honestly think they should put restrictions on these ads, at least have some restrictions to make them a little bit more quality of ads, at least uh, restrict how often you can put an ad. And I'm sure it's not that hard for Google to do. FTC can easily make restrictions on anything. I'm sure Google can do it if it's their own Play Store, so... Or, I know, iOS and their App Store, but I'm an Android user. <laughs> it's why we have the ESRB rating. Because some people were like, well, I don't want my kids playing this. And I would like a way to know what the game's going to be about. And we got restrictions. When it comes to advertisements, it makes money. And companies like money. So I guess that's a motivating reason for us not to have restrictions on our ads. Obviously there are some restrictions, but it's pretty lenient for as of right now. I would like to mention I'm not a uh, game developer. So I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about these other areas that people know about in terms of marketing when it comes to these games. I just know I'm not a huge fan. I know a lot of other people aren't, but they also don't care. I think instead of people saying, put your phone in airplane mode, it should be more like, just stop playing the game. Stop supporting that company. That will do you a solid and make it less likely. The only way we can get this change is maybe if we affect their income. It's not a matter of airplane mode because they're still going to make money somehow. So, it's just my little rant, I guess. 
Now to our next segment with a quote. The quote is, When you work, work. When you play, play. Don't mix the two. By Jim Ron. Uh, procrastination plays a huge part into this. Because I know ever since Christmas break, I haven't procrastinated as much. But I still have. And it's something I've been working on. I, right, so right now, I really am a to-do, ba- to-do list based. That's actually how I'm out here recording right now. I was like, I'm tired. I'm not going to do it. And then, I don't know. I just saw it on my to-do list. And I'm like, ah, I can knock that off. So now I'm working. And when I'm done with this, I'm going to chill. I'm going to watch YouTube. I'm going to play. Well, I don't think I'll play video games. I'm too tired for that. That's one thing that I think is a major role to this quote. So before you actually apply this quote to your life, you have to first take action to either play games or to work hard. You can't just think about it. You just have to do it. Because obviously you can mix the two, but I don't know how to explain it. Just once you go into one of those modes, just go into the mode until a while for a while. Uh, lately, I've been learning about something called a pomonarado. I don't remember what it, I don't remember what it's called, but it's some sort of productivity thing that's like, okay, work for this set amount of minutes, then take like maybe a small break, and then work some more amount of minutes, maybe take a long break. It's something like that. I've used it once, just I didn't, I don't know. I didn't set it up right, I guess. I found to-do list to be more useful. But that is something I do definitely want to try implementing. It kind of applies to this quote. Because when I'm working, I'd work for this set amount of time. And then I'd stop, take a small break, take a breather, and all that stuff. So this quote it also applies when I was uploading weekly on Sloth Motions. Yeah, I would be like, okay, video games, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to animate right now. And then by the time Saturday came... I would have to go into this super work mode. It wasn't even just like a work mode. When I was uploading weekly, a lot of the times I had to get myself into the ethic of work. I couldn't just sit there and smile, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just talking. But as time went on and after more weekly uploads, I did get better at balancing. This is when I work. This is when I play. I feel like that was like a prime time when I was I didn't know this quote at the time but I feel like that was a prime time of me practicing that but yeah of course I still mix the two every now and then not beneficial but I did it and we're all humans we're all gonna mix the two on accident all right so now we're gonna talk about my first real experience with bulb photography so this is in relations to a uh Instagram post I made with me, my brother, and my nephews. And honestly, it was really fun. We were just messing around with our phone flashlights and got all these crazy results. But obviously, we didn't just start when they're like, okay, we're going to go do bull photography. Okay, you might have expected that, but that's not what happened. Uh, oh, and if you don't know what bulb photography is, it essentially you're letting the shutter stay open for as long as you want on your camera. And it ends up taking a photo, but you can do a lot of cool tricks with it. That's how you see a lot of those traffic uh, or city interstates that are just like one straight line that are kind of blurred out across, I guess. 
I don't know how to explain it. They're cool, though. Uh, anyways. So, outside my window in my room, I can see, like, the whole valley. I have all these city lights, the mountains. It's super pretty. But I noticed how the lights are almost always flickering. And, um, my nephew, he noticed that there was one light that just kept spinning around and it would shine right into my room, which... I never noticed that, and honestly, it was really cool. So we kind of kept messing around, and then he noticed Target, and then we just started analyzing the city, because trying to find certain areas that we recognized. It was really fun. Um, And then eventually we went back to that spiraling light, and we zoomed in with my zoom lens. I'm actually using it right now to try finding out maybe what it was. And the zoom lens couldn't zoom that far, so we had to digitally zoom after that. And it totally looked like a cop car. Like, it had the... I don't know. It, I'm thinking of, like, from the 80s. How you could, like, totally see the sirens. It kind of looked like that. And that was literally all we could see from it. Uh, yeah, so that was really cool. Still haven't figured out what it is, though. <clears throat> but this reminded me of bulb photography. And... I kind of tried showing him with it, with the city. I don't know, it just didn't work. It was kind of blurry and it was just a mess. So I decided to go into the porch and use phone flashlights. And we came up with okay results. Wasn't the best and we were cold and just wasn't the best experience doing it on the porch. But we did have a lot of fun. Uh, And my brother, he decided he wanted to show us a cool little thing of photography he knew. And he was doing it with his iPhone. And he, like, essentially made the galaxy. It was really cool. And then we went to the basement, and we tried some more. And we weren't so cold, and we were getting more tired at that point, but we weren't so cold, so win-win. Yeah, and we didn't get very cool results and stuff. And then I got something. It looked like a storm while being a face with a lightning bolt. And that lightning bolt look is what got us to just start this whole new set of uh, photos. Uh, So then, yeah, we all uh, got really cool photos of ourselves. Mine was only decent, honestly. I don't know what ones were my favorite. It was either between the one of my brother with the three lightning bolts hitting his fro... Or the one of my nephew, younger nephew, who had it look like a, I don't know, it kind of looked like he was going to heaven in a way. I had, the one of my brother is my lock screen and the one of my nephew is my wallpaper on my phone. So, I don't know. They both, there was one more of my other nephew that looked really cool too, so. I don't know, it was really fun though. So the next day I decided to edit my photos, and this was cool because I realized, because I shot in RAW, I could change the color of the white balance, which meant I could change the color of the lightning bolts, which was really fun, because instead of it just being these orangish or really bluish colors, I could be like, mm, red, purple, pink, all those fun colors. So that really added to the photo, and then, yeah. And we were using about three phones that entire time except for the one of my younger nephew they the others retired and kind of left so i continued 
Um, so yeah, I think that's where we're going to end it. If you have any ideas for a podcast, please let me know. I will most likely talk about it. And if you want to be a guest, I would love to have you on too. We could figure something out, I'm sure. I'm going to mention why it's not on like Spotify, Apple things, Jingle Blah, other podcasting platforms. Uh, in simple, money. In long, I don't have the money. So I'm just trying podcasting and putting it to YouTube with the name I find catchy, Mandini Linguini. So, oh, and then what is Linguini's though? This is where I talk about stuff I care about or just think about in general. I, I'm willing to explore new topics and really just trying out podcasting. I'll make 10 episodes and then I'll end a season, take a small break for podcasting. And if I like it, which so far I have, I'm going to start on season two. And hopefully that will be more organized, a little bit better, all that stuff. And then songs to credit Digital Memories, Sharanagos, and Witness, all from the YouTube library. Sorry that this podcast came out just a little bit later than I was expecting. I just got lazy. So, see you next time. <laughs>